Now welcome in Jesus' mighty name. Um, once again, I give glory to the Lord God himself, who has kept me and everyone here alive. I want to appreciate the platform Christ Peace Heritage Ministries for us to minister, to talk to God, and I appreciate our daddy in the Lord, Pastor Richard. Once again, the prayers of heaven with this portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Brethren, this morning, we're going to continue with um, the theme for the month. What is the theme, brethren? Manifesting my inheritance of peace. Manifesting my inheritance of peace. And this morning, we're going to look at two characters. And we try as much as possible to learn from them, to benefit from them, and to be better than what we are today. Esau's birthright and Jacob's inheritance. Esau's birthright, Jacob's inheritance. Is there anyone who does not know Esau in this place? Anyone who does not know Jacob? Praise the Lord. Um, quickly, First Peter. Chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. Talking to you and myself. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of war, darkness, into his marvelous light. Verse 10. Who once we are not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Praise the Lord. Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a special people. A birthright is the right to be recognized. Often, as a firstborn, is a privilege that arises out of the birth. It has to do with the position and inheritance. It is the right that is bestowed on someone as a result of the order of his birth. The person becomes the heir apparent. He steps in the position of authority, of power, of influence, and the right of ownership. When that right crystallizes into inheritance, birthright itself is not an end. It is a means to an end and becomes valuable when it crystallizes into an inheritance. A birthright has both spiritual and secular connotations, and it's very, very important either in the secular or in the spiritual. A birthright can be retained, can be lost, can be contested, can be relinquished, can be given away. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It can be retained. It can be lost. It can be contested. It can be relinquished. It can be given away cheaply, like an ordinary article. 
When it comes to inheritance, in the ordinary meaning, it is relating to a property, estate, a title that passes from one person to another. I'm sure maybe one or two of us have inherited one thing or the other from our parents. You know what we're talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brethren, at times, a benefactor does not wait to die before he hands over the inheritance. But at times, some people wait and wait and wait, and the benefactor outlives the beneficiary. <laughs> what a tragedy. <laughs> I pray that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. When it comes to the things of God, inheritance according to encyclopedia.com, we try to make a distinction between the physical and the spiritual, between the worldly inheritance and the godly inheritance. And according to encyclopedia.com, and as it concerns you as a believer and as a child of God, the earth of the kingdom, your inheritance, is the hope and the inheritance promises of Christ. The hope and the inheritance promises of Christ. It is the fulfillment of the promises of Abraham that was fulfilled in Christ Jesus. The fulfillment of the promises of Abraham fulfilled in Christ Jesus. Let's look at Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 from verse 26. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26. It says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That means you have inherited. You have put on Christ. There is neither Jew or Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to his promises. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that connects the interpretation of the, the definition of Inheritance from encyclopedia.com. Brethren, we have in John chapter 1, verse 12, as many, John chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become what? Children of God. To those who believe in his name. Praise the Lord. Immediately you believe, you come into the inheritance. Immediately you, you believe, that right transforms into immediate inheritance. I pray that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Brethren, when we go into the scriptures, when we talk about birthrights and, and inheritances, there are two major characters that come to mind, Esau and Jacob. When you go to the New Testament, you talk about the prodigal son. But here we're going to look at Esau and Jacob. It is important before we go into that scripture about them that it is not in all cases that the birthright crystallizes or translates to inheritance. No matter how long you hold it, 
depends on what you do with your birthright and depends on whether you continue to find favor before the benefactor or not. At any point in time, it can be revoked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 25, verse 19. Jesus, that's right. This is the genealogy, genealogy of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as his wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian, of Beden Haram, the daughter of Laban, the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, If all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. Well, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other. The older shall do what? Serve the younger. Praise the Lord. Brethren, let us stop from there. So, because of our time. This is the story of Isaac, Rebekah, Esau, and Jacob. The conception of Esau and Jacob was a miracle. She was barren. And I pray every barrenness in your life will receive divine intervention in the name of Jesus. Amen. There was struggle for supremacy, for the birthright. Even at the point of conception, while in the womb, and at the point they came into the world. One was holding the heels of the other. Now, no, you will not come before me. No, I will come before you. I want to have the birthright. No, it does not belong to you. Mine has been ordained. No, I will take over the birthright. That was the struggle right from the womb. Brethren, Esau came out first. He had the birthright. And listen to this. Right from the womb, he knew the importance of the birthright. Even at the point of coming into the world, he knew the importance. There was a struggle. He grew up knowing that he had his birthright with him. He knew that with this right came power, came authority, came influence, came affluence, and came status. He knew. What else did he know? He knew that his brother was interested in that birthright. He knew his brother was waiting and watching and ready by hook or crook is ready to grab it. Brethren, he knew. But perhaps again, what did he know about his birthright? Mm -hmm. He knew it could fetch him money. He knew it could fetch him physical and worldly things. He knew he would be rich. But the question is, did he know the spiritual virtue of the birthright? Did he know the eternal virtue of the birthright? Did he know the connection between the birthright and the coming of Christ, the Savior of the world? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I guess he never knew. He was a successful um, hunter. He felt my dad as money. If I succeed as an hunter, I will be rich. What value is the birthright? 
he lost focus on the spiritual and he relied entirely on the physical. What did he do with the knowledge that he had? He despised his birthright. He did not prepare for the unguarded hour. He was completely dominated, ruled, occupied by the flesh and the world. And what was the consequence? He lost everything. He lost his inheritance. He lost his father's blessings. He lost his spiritual estate. Listen, maybe today we could be praying in the name of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. But because he lost his spiritual estate, we are now praying in the name of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I pray in spiritual equation, you will not get lost in the name of Jesus. Amen. Brethren, he lost his divine authority and position. He lost even the love of his father. He grew so angry, he began to do what his father hated. He married infidel just to make his parents unhappy. Brethren, we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a special person, people. We have a divine inheritance that is already laid up for us. Okay. A birthright does not always transform into an inheritance. Why are we interested in Esau's birthright? The church today is full of Esau's. We have believers, unbelievers, those who claim to be believers, but they hold on tight to a birthright with a vision like the vision of Esau. They see Abraham's blessings as money, as houses, as cars, as estates, but they lose focus of the spiritual and rely and focus on the inheritance of the money. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Esau was never poor after Jacob took the inheritance. He had lands, he had sheep, he had so many things. He was financially okay. But in the record of God, he was nothing. What kind of inheritance are you holding in this kingdom? What type? What is your focus? What are you manifesting? This month says manifesting my inheritance of peace. What inheritance are we really manifesting? Brethren, we have in the church today those who don't even know nothing about the value of the, of the birthright. We have those today they rely and so happy and content with the houses, with the cars, with the children, with the husband, with the wife, and they claim, I have Abraham's blessings. I have Abraham's covenant working in my life. That is not what God had in mind. God said, Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and every other thing. Because 
the good job, the buildings, the children, they are all going to be added to you. When you talk about the most maligned and vilified um, characters in the Bible, you talk about Esau, you talk about um, Judas. We say they were spiritually undiscerning. And also, we say they are fools. We call Esau a glutton. <laughs> we say his fleshy is worthy. He is serious. But today, we have the generation of Esau even in the church. We have the generation of Judas in the church. Brethren, Esau knew his brother was after his birthright. Is that not Don't you know that the devil is after your salvation? Even before you were born, he was already at war. While you are in your mother's womb, he was at war. At the point of your coming into this world, Satan was there. And then you gave your life to Jesus, he never gave up. Your salvation is your birthright right in your hands. Devil wants to take it out of your hands. What is your birthright worth in Christ? For Esau, it was a part of college. For Esau, that was what it took. And devil had his way. For something, it was seasons on the bed of Delilah. That was what it took. And the devil came out victorious. For Judas, it was a bag of gold. For you, what is your salvation, your birthright worth today? On which altar are you sacrificing your salvation? How much are you auctioning your birthright every day? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Maybe that's why you get to manifest your birthright, your inheritance in Christ. Jacob's inheritance. We talked about Esau's birthright. Jacob's inheritance. Brethren, Esau's loss was Jacob's gain. Did you hear that? Yes. Esau's loss was Jacob's gain. Romans says that God just finalized the contest between the two. Romans chapter 9, verse 12. Romans, it says, It was said of her, the older shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob, I have loved, but Esau, I have hated. God loves the Jacobs of this generation, and he hates the Esau's of this generation. Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17. Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17. But upon, upon, on Mount Zion there shall be what? Deliverance. And there shall be holiness. The house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Verse 18. The house of Jacob shall be what? Fire. And the house of Joseph a flame. But the house of Esau shall be stubborn. They shall kindle them and devour them. 
and no survivor shall remain of the house of Esau. Who said it? For the Lord has spoken it. To this generation of the Jacob, those who continue to connect with Christ, the covenant that came out of Abraham, shall possess their possessions. Amen. They shall be fire, they shall be flames. For the generation of Esau shall be burnt in ashes. They shall end up in hellfire. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jacob got all the blessings. Jacob got the, the covenant inheritance and the riches and the spiritual angle of it. Jacob became the carrier, the carrier of Abraham's covenant. Jacob became the link from when the promise was made to Abraham to when it was fulfilled in Christ Jesus. Jacob inherited the spiritual estate that brought us into our heavenly places and our inheritance in Christ Jesus. That was Jacob's inheritance. Colossians chapter 1 verse 2. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things we are created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible or invisible, whether truths or dominions or principalities or powers, all things, all things, <laughs> all things we are created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consists your inheritance Amen. in christ there's everything in christ there's all things Amen. in christ you can do all things in christ there's all power in christ there's all might that is my inheritance in god which i must maintain this inheritance has given me peace that passes all understanding. I don't allow my heart to be troubled because Jesus, my inheritance, has overcome all. He said, I can do all things through Christ who stretches me. <laughs> that I may know him every day, all the days of my life and the power of each resurrection. Brethren, what is your birthright? What? What does it confer on you when your birthright translates to inheritance? 
You become the son of God. You become the image of God. You begin to think like God. You begin to speak like God. You hear from God. You exercise dominion like God. You walk in the spirit. When you translate your birthright to your inheritance, you become immune from the power of sin and death. You get victory over death. You put death to shame. You put the devil to shame. That is what you get when you are able to translate your salvation into that inheritance. Praise the Lord. You become an overcomer. You have direct access to heavenly places. You have the peace that passes all understanding. You have that peace because Jesus tells you, I have overcome the world. He's going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And mind you, this covenant inheritance does not terminate your own health. Jesus said, Do not have your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions there. If you are not so, I will tell you, I've gone ahead of you to create a place for you. The part of the covenant that Esau inherited terminates here on earth. You can go nowhere with it. Moses dead is dead. But the one that Jacob inherited, that transformed and translated, that was transmitted to Christ and Christ to me and you, never hence here. <laughs> he never hence here. Jacob's inheritance. You become a threat and terror to the kingdom of darkness. Since you got the power to trample upon serpents and scorpions, and every power of the enemy, and nothing, nothing by any means shall harm you. And you translate birthright to inheritance. You have the power to do all things. You have the power to do signs and wonders. Brethren, the first question is this. Do you even have the birthright? Before we now talk of inheritance. Do you have salvation? Are you born again? Are you a child of God? Are you a church goer? Or a Christ seeker? Praise the Lord. Did you once have the birthright? Have you lost it? Have you traded it away? Have you given it away? Have you allowed the pressures, the things of this world to make that birthright redundant, useless, valuable to you? Then you got nothing to manifest. This once we said, we are manifesting our inheritance of peace. Without salvation, you got nothing to maintain, to manifest. If you have traded it away, you wasted it, you hung it in one corner at home, and you are here, 
And you find it hard to maintain that inheritance. Are you finding it hard? Are you finding it hard? Brethren, Esau's password. Jacob's inheritance. At this point in time, we're going to change it. My birthright in Christ. My inheritance in Christ. My birthright in Christ. My inheritance in Christ. Let us begin now to assess it. Are you following after Esau? Or are you like Jacob? Praise the Lord, somebody. What is your inheritance in Christ? The peace that passes on understanding. Love. Joy. Comfort. Increase. You know, this heart belongs to God and the fullness thereof. That is my inheritance. By his stripes, I am healed. That is my inheritance. I'm going to comfort you at all sides. That is my inheritance. I'm going to perfect all that concerns you. Oh, what more inheritance do I want? I'm going to give you the blessings that added more sorrow. What more do I want? The Bible tells us if our joy is just of what we get here on earth as a result of Abraham's covenant, the money, the, the, the land, the good job, the beautiful wife, the wonderful kids, a seat on a high table. If that is our joy, then we are more than miserable. It's more than that. How are you functioning in Christ? Are you an ambassador of Christ? The works of your hands, are they going to be burned by fire on that day? What kind of vessel are you? Vessel unto honor? What kind of vessel? That is the manifestation of your inheritance. Peter, it was, who was telling Jesus, Lord, we have lost everything. Our families. I'm no longer a fisherman. What do I stand to gain? <laughs> Jesus said, not to worry. You can create gains. Not just here on earth alone, but in heaven. Brethren, you must have the bad right first. It must translate to an inheritance. It is then that you begin to manifest the inheritance. You know, from where I come, there's something we say, um, the kind of clothes you wear will depict the son of whom you are. There's a particular cloth that the kings, the priests, and princesses wear. So they say, a priest, that, someone that wears that cloth is the son of a, God, of a king. What is happening in your life? 
What are you manifesting? Does it show you a child of God? Does it show the affluence and the power of your God? Does it make you an overcomer? Are you being trampled upon rather than you trampling upon? Those are the things that will begin to show who we are. Of what valid is the birthright that does not translate into an inheritance. Are you a child of God? Are you living as a child of God? Are you deriving and getting the benefits of the kingdom? Cry unto me in the day of trouble, and I will hear you. Why are you crying to me? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God deliver him from them all. Are you delivered? It pays to serve God. It pays to be a child of God. As we are sitting here, let us begin to assess the situation. Do I have the bad rights? Have I given it away? Have I thrown it away? Have I buried it somewhere? Have I, what have I done with it? Begin to talk to God. Lord, revive my birthright today. Revive my birthright today. Let it translate into an inheritance in Christ Jesus. My Jesus was not poor. He just came to this earth so that he can mingle with me to look poor. He left his riches in heavenly places. Lord, he leads to riches to me. I must not continue like this. My life must manifest my inheritance in Christ Jesus of peace spiritually, of peace financially, of peace matrimonially, of peace in every situation of my life. Let us continue. Let us talk to God. Got just two or three minutes to do that, and we are rounding up. And I pray the Lord will enlarge this message in your life in the name of Jesus. Oh, Masiki Pushutundika, Rapostendiki, Bundi Makabushutundi Marinda Kayado, Rema Shikibusutundi Maradamba Sutundi. Yes, Lord, as many as have the birthright, Father, let it be revived in the name of Jesus. Whatever is standing between its manifestation and translation into an inheritance, the Lord will remove it in the name of Jesus. How then, brethren, are you going to manifest and maintain your inheritance? You must rely on the abundant grace of God. You must continually exercise the power, the authority of the kingdom, the power of positive imagination, the power of creativity, the kind of power God just woke up one morning let there be light. And there was light. You can decree a thing and it will be established. That is the power you need to manifest and maintain your inheritance. He has already given you the power to become the son of God. 
You begin to manifest the power to walk on the storms of life. If the storm says don't walk, what do you do? You speak to the storm to be calm. It is your discretion how you want to handle the storm. You need the power to exercise your dominion, the power to pursue, to overtake, and recover all. You need the power that will make you do all things. You need to live a holy life. You need to pray. You need to read the word of God and meditate day and night. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for every one of us today. Our salvation shall be revived, shall remain intact. We will move from the bad drive and possess our possessions in the name of Jesus. Finally, we are going to take these two prayers. Let me take these two prayers. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, if I have lost my inheritance in you, by your mercy, restore me today. In the name of Jesus, by the Lord, if I have lost my inheritance with you today, by your mercy, restore me. By your mercy, restore me today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Have you gotten it back? Have you gotten it back? I recover my inheritance in Christ Jesus. That I have given away cheaply. In the name of Jesus, I recover my inheritance in Christ. That I have given away cheaply. In the name of Jesus, I recover my inheritance in Christ. That I have given away cheaply. In Jesus, my name we pray. And I decree, O oh Lord, to your children today that it is well with you. Amen. Body, spirit, and soul in the name of Jesus. Amen. It is well with everything that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive peace. Amen. You return peace. Amen. Flourish in your peace. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen.